Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Joining us in the studio, a Jersey guy who's a 20-year veteran comic, now a podcast guru, hottest thing in the podcast world, next to Patty. Please <laughs> <Thank> welcome. <you. laughs> He's Tom. got a few more listeners, I'm betting, though. <laughs> Tom Papa. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, buddy. Good to uh, see you. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, Patty read your book all the way through. I browsed it. I'm not <laughs> I'm not one of those people that tries to act like I read every yeah, book. Yeah, but you know what? what's great about this book is you can just browse it because there's yeah. all these wonderful little vignettes. It's written browsy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's all broken down by family members. If you have no attention span, it's a perfect book for you. Yeah. You could be like, I'm going to read about moms today. Yeah, and then I got to throw it down. Yeah, and then tomorrow <laughs> I'm going to read about dogs. Right. <laughs> no, exactly. If you had to, you know, if you had to describe yourself, would you say I'm a professional comedian? Yes, I would. I'm a professional comedian. You know, it's funny. Who do we have on the show that was in a bookstore? Remember that guy? The, uh, we had a bunch. Books no, are popular. No. No, 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 no. He was in a bookstore, and he used to be on Saturday Night Live. Anyway, so. Oh, yeah. Norm MacDonald, maybe? No, no, no. Jim Brewer? No, not Jim Brewer. Oh, God. The guy, he, he, said, he says... He says the guy looked up at him, and it's about 9 o'clock at night, and he says, my God, you used to be so famous. What are you doing? Oh, John Lovitz. John, John Lovitz. Lovitz. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, he he told wrong. that on himself, yeah. Tommy. Uh, yeah. You used to be so famous. What are you doing in a bookstore at 9 o'clock at night? <laughs> that was pretty funny. That's funny. <laughs> And he brings his dog in, too. His dog comes with him everywhere. Oh, that's hilarious. You I know. saw John Lovitz at a uh, driving range in L.A., and he was in all blue, a blue shirt, blue hat, blue side. I said, was wow. Nice? I said, wow, you look, you look amazing. Yeah. He said, it's, you can do it, too. Just go out and get yourself an outfit. <laughs> <laughs> now, where did you exactly, where did you grow up? I grew up in Park Ridge and Woodcliff Lake, New Jersey, mm. Bergen County. And you really immersed yourself in your childhood. You have a great memory. Yeah. And too it, good a memory, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's more. It's like I went through this whole book and there's still a lot more. Yeah. Well the book is about my life and it's also about all of your families too, that I've been observing everybody as a comedian. Mm. All families I kind of feel are the same. We're all going from the same manual. And uh it's amazing to me that I can't remember things from a week ago. But things that happened when I was seven are so crystal clear. Like that gap, like up until like fourth, fifth grade, they're so, so crystal clear. It's because it's your mind is empty at that age and it's just filled with everything happening to you. Yeah, that's and a good point. it just like locks in. No, it's true. Yeah, it's and you really... didn't know what beer was. <laughs> now, are your parents still with us? They are. I just saw them last night. Yep. So a lot of the stuff here, hold them back until... 
until they go. They die. Yeah, you, know, you know, as a comedian, I've been talking about them for a long time. So but you're uh, kind of you're 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 funny, but you're gentle. You're not really. Yeah. Well, I don't know. There's some parts of this. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, well, I don't. I don't. I, I think my comedy in general is. I try and keep it positive. I try right. and keep it as a happy place to be when you come to see me live or you read my stuff or whatever. I try not to be too. Uh, harsh on things. I don't. I don't think there's like if they weren't around. I don't think I would be Wouldn't talking be about different. other things. Yeah. No. Now, were you the funniest kid in your class in school? I was. I was. It was me and this one kid, uh, Keith. That we were the definitely the funniest. What's he doing now? He's dead. <laughs> but I wrote about him in the book because he wasn't around to do it. <laughs> so you took over Prairie Home Companion. Yes, I did. I took over the the uh, spoken word part of it. That keeps you. Does that keep you on the road a lot? It does. It, uh, if I can, if I can get there and do it live, I'll do it. If uh-huh. not, I just come to a public radio station and I'll call in my monologue each week oh, on the cool. show. Yeah, oh, that's cool. And then sometimes I'll I'll even send it to them as a file. But it keeps me writing all week. Right. It doesn't keep me on the road as much, but it keeps me writing all the time. And they renamed it after the, all the Garrison Killer stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, it's a less handsy companion now. Yeah. We're <laughs> oh. talking. Oh. Did you mention that on the show? <laughs> no, just your show. Talking to Tom Papa, and his book is called uh-huh. Your Dad Stole My Rake. Patty, does he explain that title? Is there a story that goes with that? Well, there's all kinds of things that go with this. It's all, it's really, I mean, is there a specific story that goes with the rake? Or is this just a reflection on... pop out of your head. Yeah, it's just a reflection of, my father used to borrow every neighbor. My father never bought one tool in his life. He would just borrow from the neighbors, make me go do it, and then I would hang out and uh, wait for them to get angry and come back looking for them. Are you that kind of dad now? (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't. I I skip the whole trying to even use tools part. <laughs> I, you have a line in here at the very beginning in the book. I just love this. It says, all the smart things you try to say, all the thoughtful lessons you try to impart to your kids are eclipsed by the more memorable dumb moments in between. And I think about that all the time, raising kids, because you 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 put these platitudes on them, yeah. telling them, and then what they remember are the idiotic things you do and say. A hundred percent. I think I'm trying to be thoughtful, and I'm really teaching them my lessons. Yeah. The only thing my daughter thinks when she sees me is that I stepped on her pet snail. Yes, I, <laughs> I came up. I didn't know it was a pet. I didn't even know it was there. I just walked up to say hello. I stepped on a snail. She she cried for an hour. I tried to put it back together, which does not work. It doesn't work. No. <laughs> and to this day, I'm the guy who killed the snail. I have a, a daughter also, and, and I you know, watched all the dad TV shows when I was a kid and all yeah. that. And I uh, always thought you had to have the patches on the on your jacket, <laughs> on the show, on the elbows right, to be right. a good dad. Yeah, and a pipe. Every time, every time I would start to give her like a little... Life lessons, she said. Oh, Dad, here comes one of those life lessons. Huh? I mean, she would make fun of it before I even imparted it. Yeah, my my children are really starting to realize that I'm not as great as they thought. <laughs> he has this great story, Scott, in there that you probably would really appreciate. He talks about his four year old being a con man. How she asks for something and it's like a no go, and she walks in. Can I try it this way? And she starts batting her eyelashes and says, "Daddy," <laughs> and just. Starts 
right? Asks yeah. the same question a whole different way. Yeah, and then admits, well, that's how my sister told me to yeah. come in and ask. That's that, what that usually works. <laughs> tell me, uh, tell me about your teacher, Mr. Mano. Uh, Mr. Mano was a very angry... I went to school in a time when teachers uh, hated children. <laughs> they didn't get in it for the love of children or teaching. They got in it because they, it was either that or clean pools. <laughs> and Mr. Mano was a very angry, small man who was shorter than most of the children. And he wore his hair up like a, uh, like a doo-wop singer. A rooster? <laughs> like a rooster, yeah, exactly. And he, was, he would throw things at us. He would throw staplers wow. at us and... <laughs> And anything he could, he could grab, yeah. So then you we said you couldn't find him in the hallway because he disappeared among the kids. Yeah, exactly. And the kids in revenge came up with a song about him, and they sang it over the PA system. And we really got a lot of stuff thrown at us that day. <laughs> he was so short. The song was. Uh, would you like to hear it? Sure. Yeah. The song was. Uh, he got his feet cut off in Vietnam. Can't even reach the intercom. Mano, mano. And when he hit the mano part, the whole class would sing it in unison. Mano, mano. Oh, and man. then we would laugh, and then someone would get hit in the head with a, a ruler. <laughs> Is he still living in Bergen County and listening to us right now? Um, no. Let's hope not. Yeah. <laughs> He can't. He was so little. There's no way. Yeah. Uh, he probably doesn't have a radio in his hollowed out tree. <laughs> the book is called Your Dad Stole My Rake. Tom Papa wrote it. And uh, you're signing copies tonight, right? Yeah, I'm at the Village Underground signing copies tonight. Thursday, I'm at Bookends in Ridgewood, New Jersey, near my hometown. Bergen County. Yeah, Bergen County. And, uh, and tomorrow, there's a Facebook Live event. If you come to my Facebook page, if you live in a place that I'm not going to get to, or you can't get to me, you can go just go on Facebook, interact with me, and I'll sign a book, and they'll send it to you. You, you will recognize some members of your family in this book if you. Read yeah. it. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody. I, if you're uh, if you are ever grew up in a family, have a family, or are trying to get out of a family, this book will relate. And today's the day. This is the day it comes out. All right. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Lots Tom Papa, ladies and gentlemen, oh, on yay. CBS FM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.